Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Well, hello and Happy New Year. And uh, this is the very, very first Radio City Breakfast Show podcast for 2011 for a whole multitude of reasons. One, I was aware at the beginning of the year. I returned and then Jay became very, very sick. So welcome back. Welcome back, Jay. It's good to be back. It's lovely to have you back. It's good to feel better. It's lovely to have you back. And the Pink Princess is sitting in front of me as well. Hello to you, Claire Simonson. Hello. Hello. So it's us three that uh, get you out of the bed, kicking and screaming, first thing every morning, Monday to Friday, between 6 o'clock and 10. And here's some of the very, very best bits from the uh, the breakfast show in the week gone by. Any particular things you want to uh, would like oh, to insert? Oh, do you know what? I want to put loads in. You know what we definitely need to put in what? this? Because loads of people have asked about this. Phoebe the Psychic. That is she coming up. on the show. Yep. All 12. All 12 of the star signs, in accordance to Phoebe, what could be in store of 2011, be listening throughout this podcast and you'll hear what Phoebe has to say. If you missed it on The Breakfast Show, it's coming up. So what the podcast is all about. Yes. We almost had to ring 999 during one of the shows this week as well, didn't we? Yeah, we did because, uh, well, you know, while the producer of the show, you, Jay, mm. should have been concentrating on the oh, flow yeah. of the show and the content and everything else and more besides, what you were doing, you were walking around the studio and you found a cable tie. I did. You yes. did find a cable tie tie and on that cable tie you 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 thought and deemed it perfectly normal to pick it up and uh, and tighten it around you're actually playing with a cable tie right now there's a cable tie on the (laughs) mic here but it's not i can't actually get it off no you can't get any harm this time so he he thought it'd be a great idea to get this cable tie put it around his wrist and pull it as tight as he physically could his hand immediately went white and the cable tie locked i didn't know that they they would lock i thought you could get them off well obviously you found out the hard way you couldn't uh, you know what? I'm still, I've still, still got a scar. Good. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm scarred from the cable, the cable Here's tie. how it sounded anyway. Here is uh, Jay with his cable tie. Radio City Breakfast. Radio City 96.7. We have a crisis in the studio. We have a crisis. You know, you know those things? They're sort of like those sort of white plastic things used for binding letter cables together. Well, you decide to put one on your wrist and, <laughs> and you pulled it as tight as you physically can and it's locked. So the blood stopped rushing to his hand. I guess that my hand could fall off now, wouldn't it? <laughs> your hand's not going to fall it off. Could. I could get what gangrene or something so in not, not that quickly. Stop worrying. Stop panicking. But I can't even get a pair of scissors underneath. Oh, it's tight. I'm never going to get this off, am I? Why did you do it in the first place, Jay? Why did you put that? Why are they in the studio? (laughs) Because they're used for binding wires and cables. They're not not supposed to go around your wrist, Jay. Don't expect people to put them on themselves. You know what I mean? Why don't you leave them in the studio? (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't put them on your wrist. You should not put them on your wrist. Please get it off me. I can't. I'm pulling all your wrists. Carl will come come along. (laughs) You nearly swore there. It, there just, he is. There's Carl. Carl, help. There's a Stanley me. knife. There you go, love. There you Don't go. use a knife. <laughs> They're pliers. It doesn't even look like a knife. <laughs> oh, thank you. Look at that. Look at the blood on me. Wow. Oh. Why has that been left in the studio, engineer? Why did you put it round your wrist? <laughs> yeah. Give a try his neck the next time. <laughs> if you'd like to play the village J, sorry, the village idiot, uh, give us a call now. 015-1472-0967. Got an engineer in the studio. Uh, excuse me, engineer Carl. Carl? Yeah. 
Yeah, you know um, the uh, footage that's uh, recorded, you know there's the security cameras in the studio, yeah? yeah. Would you be able to uh, pull off the footage of him dancing around with the uh, the cable <laughs> thing around his, his wrist? Is there any way that could be pulled off? I can try in a bit. Can you have a little try? No, and why then we'll would put you want to do that? We can put a mini film on there, a play of the Jim Carrey movie, not quite the cable guy, the cable tie. <laughs> Starring, starring Jay Hine, The Cable Tie. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Oh, thank you, Carl Dawson, our chief executive <laughs> thank engineer. Thank you for saving my life and my arm, Executive. Carl. Do you like my idea there for putting that on the website? It is a good idea. Yeah, The yeah. Cable Tie. Cable Tie. Starring Jay Hine <laughs> on his own. <laughs> It's the Radio City Breakfast Show podcast. You can hear us on uh, Radio City 96.7, Monday through Friday to 6 until uh, 10. You can uh, listen online, radiocity.co.uk, and DAP Digital Radio, and, of course, your uh, app. On your your iPhone. If you've got an iPhone, just go to the App Store, do a little search for Radio City, and download us. Coming up after this, this is a city surgery. Uh, Which one are we going to do? Which one do you reckon we should do? I think we should do the one where the husband had had an affair and she wants to see if she can do an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Two wrongs making a right and all the rest of it. Okay, have a listen to this for a scenario. The City Surgery with Dr. Ross. And her new range of lingerie coming out soon as well. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. If you've got a dilemma, you'd like to put it to us and we'll put it to the audience, uh, you can check out our uh, homepage, radiocity.co.uk and click on to Rossi and Co. And then Christina, and that's all I'm saying. No uh, destination, no location. Christina says, uh, Dear Dr. Rossi, I've got a huge dilemma that could change my entire future and have disastrous effects on my six-year marriage. But a year after we got married, I found out that my husband had been having a fling with his ex-girlfriend, and that caused all sorts of problems. But we stuck together thick and thin, and we ironed out the problems. Three years later, I caught him at it again with a female member of uh, his golf club. As far as I was concerned, the marriage was done and dusted all over. However, there was a part of me that wanted to save what me and my husband had together, which for the best part of things was really good between him and I. My husband swore down that he would never ever stray again, and to the best of my knowledge, he's kept to his words. Here is where my dilemma begins. This is where I want to ask you and the audience, is an eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, a fair thing? Now... A bloke who'd started doing some construction work for a friend of mine in the house was building a new extension. And I got to meet him when I popped round to see my friend. He was handsome, he was dead cheeky and funny at the same time. And we headed off straight away. Soon we exchanged mobile telephone numbers. We're texting sometimes up to 20, maybe 30 times a day. We had some text fun and serious flirting, but only by text. Then in Christmas just gone, uh, we... Met up, he bought me a gorgeous necklace and a very expensive bottle of perfume. We met in Warrington, we had a drink and a good old heart-to-heart and a chat. It was then he told me that he wanted to put all our flirting by text into action. And that if he couldn't, if we couldn't start seeing one another properly, he wanted to sever all ties. Now, believe me, I fancy this guy. He treats me like a lady and I dread the thought of not being able to contact him. He knows about my husband's previous infidelity and he said it would be fair if I gave him a taste of his own medicine even though he should never get to know or find out about it if we had an affair. He hinted that if all went well between us that we could have a future together. As yet nothing has happened. Although part of me wants it to happen 
There's also a part telling me that it's wrong. So, what do I do? Have some fun and hope my husband never finds out, because he did it to me. Is an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, an okay thing? Or is the case of two wrongs don't make a right? My God oh. almighty. Right then, if you've got anything to say on this, please call us right now, 015-1472-0967. The City Surgery with Dr. Ross. Okay, big one this morning, uh, Christina, who had been cheated on previously by her husband, not once but twice, uh, has bumped into a guy who was doing some work in a uh, friend's house, and he was very handsome, very cheeky, very funny, very witty. They exchanged numbers, they've been having a bit of text fun, but that was it. Uh, before Christmas, he got her some prezzies, and then he said he would like to take it a step further. Now she's thinking, well, my hubby did it to me. Should I do it to him? Do two wrongs make a right? Eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, and all that. Love this quote. Uh, Gandhi once said, taking an eye for an eye will blind us all, says Vicky in Manchester. Oh, that's very deep, isn't that it? That is very, very deep, yeah. And, uh, and I can understand uh, his reasoning and thinking behind that. That's great. Don't fight fire with fire or you will get burnt. If she does have a little thing, then he will just think this behaviour is uh, is acceptable. Uh, that said, Mandy. Now, who who's he? Uh, he? The husband. The I husband. think he'll yeah, think that yeah. you know he can go off and do if, it again. If then she that's does how it, I've he, read that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, Kerry and Crosby. Uh, what wrong your husband done previously? Sounds like he's turned things right. Put your teenage crush on this builder behind you. Kerry, Tanya and Chester, you're using your husband's mistake as a scapegoat to make your own mistakes. Oh, you have some really intelligent, deep-thinking yeah. listeners. Uh, Nicola, remember how you felt when you were cheated on two wrongs? Definitely don't make a right, don't go there. See this whole female point of view. Here's one from a bloke, Graham in Port Sunlight. Fill your boots, love. Nothing wrong with a bit of play away from home, just don't get caught. <laughs> Such a typical boy, I have to say that's the minority. Let's go and uh, take a couple of calls. Line 17. Hello. Yeah, hi. I'm just finding about the dilemma that you've got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would remain anonymous, but I'm, if she's thinking already about having an affair, then she really needs to think about how her true feelings are towards her husband in the first place. Yeah. She, I mean, the thought process of a... She's already thought about doing it. She's already taken the first step of making, taking some kind of action. Definitely. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I think what he's done isn't right, yeah. but I think they truly need to look at their own feelings for one another, her and her husband, and I, I don't think the marriage will last. If, oh, if yeah. she's already thinking about it now... She said uh, she did say that what her and her husband have uh, is good, but it's the old thing. Uh, the one thing you can't resist is temptation, do you know? Uh, but if you truly love somebody, that you shouldn't have that temptation anyway. I agree. All right, thank you very much for that. Okay, bye. Love, bye. Bye-bye. Radio City, good morning. Hi, yeah, I wanted to um, speak about the dilemma. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think um, if she loved them that much of us done, then she wouldn't um, even consider going anywhere else. Yeah, but as the previous just, caller said, they said exactly that. So well, you, she should just split up with her husband and then go forward with this other fella. Really? Is that what you would do? Yeah. What's your name? It's Andrea. Um, all right. Thanks very much, love. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye, love. Bye-bye. Hello to Jenny. Stuck on the M62 traffic jam. Tell her she can't have the best of both worlds. End the marriage or forget about the flirty texts. And uh, Dr. Rossi says, Alan and Allerton, what is good for the goose is good for the gander. <laughs> we'll take your opinion, Simo. We'll come to some sort of conclusive finish and wrap this up. 
It is a bit of a landslide in the sway of opinion. We'll do that after this. The lame of this morning, Christina. Her husband's cheated at her. Now she sees someone she quite likes, but uh, she's thinking, uh, should I or shouldn't I? And uh, what has the general consensus been, please? Well, we've got 8% have said, basically, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You deserve a bit of fun after what he's done for you, so just go for it. So that is 8%. I would say that most of them were males, though. (laughs) (laughs) So they've said, go for it. But we have got, as you said, a 92% landslide. People are just saying, don't go there, give your marriage the full attention, don't lower yourself to your husband's standards when he may have learned his lesson. Don't just do it to get him back because they think that's why they've done it. Carl the Builder says, Rossi, is she stupid? He's just saying all those things uh, because he wants to get into Alan Wickers. <laughs> I've not heard that one before, <laughs> I but I can decipher exactly what that is. And uh, how naive is she? Of course he's going to say all those things to get her into bed. <laughs> Silly girl, two wrongs. Definitely do not, and I repeat, K-N-O-T, not... <laughs> Make a right. <laughs> Hi, this really is Susan Boyle. Is right Rossi La? Hi, this is Henry Winkler. It's so right. It's so Rossi. It's so law. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. On Radio City 96.7. Oh, we got serious amount of reaction to that. They did. People got really upset over it, didn't they? Ten to eight uh, weekday mornings, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We do a dilemma. Of course, Monday morning it is a wedding scammer call, and uh, some of the best bits of our wedding scammers coming up very, very soon as well. But now, ladies and gentlemen, here is going to be a long link from Phoebe the Psychic, made famous, of course, on the Pete Price uh, late night show uh, here on Radio City ninety six point seven. These are all the star signs and what she foresees into two thousand and eleven and your individual star sign. So let's take it away, Phoebe the Psychic. Capricorn, love. You might have made some big mistakes in love, but you can't undo what you have said and done. Love moves forward to around September due to new people entering your life. Just go with the flow. Money and work. Money around you isn't too good at the moment and doesn't look like it's going to improve until 2012. There'll be a little bit of light towards August as there will be a little bit of a windfall. Family and home. Family around you needs a lot of guidance. Just be there for them. Have faith as everything will turn out okay by April. Health. Health around you is positive at the moment. There might be a few problems with a younger member of the family around August, but things will turn out okay in the end. Your guardian angel is Archangel Michael. Aquarius, love. If your love life has been a bit upside down, maybe it's time to move on or talk to your partner about the problems you have been having as this year is a major year for your star sign in love. Singletons should look for love around August as this is your hot month. Money and work. Money around you this year is really upside down. You really need to look into your finances and let go of a few things. The best month of a work changes is July. If you've been really thinking about making the change in career, it's the best month to make that leap. Family and home. If you're planning on making a house move, if you do it around the middle of the year, it will be lucky for you. Health. A family member may need to get something looked into around November, but don't worry, a guardian angel is looking over them. Your guardian angel is Archangel Raphael. Pisces. Love. 
You may have found some happiness for once. Go forward with it. Don't go backwards to people you know who have caused you stress. If you are single, look for a Leo who comes into your aura as they are a good match for you this year. Money and work. Money around you this year looks more positive. It looks like you've made some good changes last year. Keep up with the good work and everything should go to plan with a business idea towards the end of the year. Family and home. Family around you is a bit chaotic at the moment due to emotional masses. Just stay out of it as people will get back together and you don't want to be left looking like the bad guy. Home life quite stable this year. Health. Health around you is quite good this year. Not really much to worry about as there is a good light around your star sign. Your guardian angel is Raphael. Aries, love. It may be time to, for a change in your relationship or time to spice things up a little bit. Towards the middle of the year, singletons are lucky in love. By October, Aries who want to make a move from a relationship should make the change or they will be stuck in that relationship for a very long time. Money and work. Money around Aries will be good towards the middle of the year and if you're planning on making a change in work, make sure you do it before September. Even if you think you can't achieve something, you'll be able to do it. Family and home. If you're planning on adding to your family, be aware that this year is the year for multiple births, so hold back until the middle of the year if you want a single pregnancy. Health. If you're having a few health issues, make sure that they are looked into by May as things are not as bad as what you think. Your guardian angel is Archangel Michael. Taurus. Love. Love is looking very good for you this year. It's time to take your relationship to a higher level. For all singletons, look out for someone dropping hints for a night out or maybe showing a little bit of affection towards you in March as this could be a good chance for you. Money and work. Finances will get better towards the end of November this year. At work, don't be afraid to speak out. Your ideas could help a business. Don't put off the ideas that you've got in your head. Family and home. Your home life will be very lively this year and don't be surprised if some new family members join you towards the end of the year. If you are planning on making a house move, look for changes in June. It would be a good time for you to do this. Health. If you've been thinking of joining a gym, stop thinking about it and do it. Also, a family member has been putting off going to see a doctor. Make sure they go as the outcome won't be as bad as what they've been thinking. Make sure it gets seen to there in the next three months. Your guardian angel is Raphael. Gemini, love. Geminis can be pretty hard in love when it comes to committing. Stop looking out of your box and look at what's in front of you, as this year is a good year for settling down. Someone special to you needs to know that they are special to you, so maybe it's time to commit. Money and work. An opportunity that comes your way around August. Grab with both hands as this will set you in a good way for the future. August is your best month for money. Family and home. Family around you is a bit chaotic at the moment. Just make sure you're firm and stick to what you've said. There will be good news around the family towards the middle of the year as things aren't as bad as what everyone may think. Health. A few little problems around October but everything will be sorted out by the following February. Your guardian angel is Raphael. Cancer. Love. 
You're quite a loyal star sign, but sometimes you don't tell people how you are feeling. If you're in a relationship, it's time to tell the truth to that special person on how you're feeling. Singletons are lucky in love around November. Money and work. You need a bit of a miracle with money to get out of a hole. If you need a bit of support, ask for it before it's too late. On the other hand, things do get a bit better around September. If you're thinking of making a change in work, just go for it. Stop thinking about it. Stop putting it off. Family and home. If you don't want a child, make sure you're careful around March as this is a hot month for fertility. But on the other hand, if you're wanting a child, this is a really, really good month to conceive. Home life is a little bit chaotic at the moment, but I'd stick with the property for a little bit longer as next year I do feel a light comes around this. Health. Health looks pretty good around your star sign this year. Nothing really much to worry about. Your guardian angel is Raphael. Leo. Love. Leos who are in a relationship should think about committing a little bit more. Single Leos, look out for love around May and June. The person may come into your life and turn it upside down and your emotions might be a little bit all over the place but go with it as it will turn out more positive once you get to September as this could be true love. Money and work, there may be a money shortage around you at the moment but don't give up. Job opportunities come around you around about April. Trust your angels. This will be a good change for you. Just go for it. Don't hold back. As this will lead to major changes in the following February. So just go with the flow. Family and health. The peace card gets restored this year. There was a loss of stress and trouble last year. And things will work out towards the middle of the year. Everyone will be back together. So if the family has been split, everyone will be back together. And it's looking more positive towards the middle of the year. Health. There's a few body care issues, but nothing bad. A few little things may have to be done around the month of March. But overall, health is looking really good this year. Your guardian angel is Raphael. Virgo, love, single Virgos, it's time to move forward, read the next chapter, someone who comes around you in June could be good for you, so go for it, if you're in a relationship, let the person around you know how you've been feeling as you've been slacking a bit lately, this year is a really good year to find your soulmate. Money and work, it's a good year for money, if you want to invest in something, do it, stop thinking about it. Family and home, there will be a little bit of stress with family towards the fourth month of the year due to a bit of heartbreak, but there will be good news of a pregnancy around about August. This will lift everyone's spirits and the family again. Health, it's not a bad year for health, as your star sign is well protected this year. Someone close to you may be having a few little troubles conceiving, but tell them by the end of the year their luck will be in. Guardian Angel, Michael. Love, a change you are making will bring you new love in March. Don't be afraid to go ahead with this. If you're in a relationship, discuss how you are feeling because by August you might be wanting to make major changes or maybe commit. Money and work, you won't be earning much more money this year. You need to think a little bit out of the box if you want to get a little bit further with career. Maybe it's time for that change. Let people know around you that you're not feeling as appreciated as you should be. Family and home. 
Family life for you this year could be a bit better. Be prepared for several announcements. Your lucky month is June with family. Health. You have had a lot of healing angels around you this year, so there may have been a few problems with a family member. So make sure you get things looked into. The sooner the better, because there will be a happy outcome. Your guardian angel is Michael. Scorpio. Love. If you are single, this year is a good year for love, as the love angels are surrounding your star sign. If you are already committed to someone, be aware of temptation that could send your world crashing down towards the middle of the year. Don't go there. Money and work. Money around you is a little bit upside down at the moment. It starts moving a little bit faster towards February. If you've got an idea about work or doing something for yourself, make the move this year as it is a positive year for business opportunities. Family and home. If you've been thinking about going to live abroad, this is a good year to make the leap. Don't let certain members of the family hold you back as your destiny is waiting for you. A family member may need help with a few financial problems towards the end of the year. Health. A new image helps you this year, so go ahead with the goals you have made to become healthier, as if you stick to them, you can really get to your goal. Guardian Angel is Michael. Sagittarius, love, looking deep into your star sign this year, I can see you have had some problems in the past, but if you stick to your guns and keep going forward and keep letting the certain person around you know that you are interested in them, things should come together around the middle of the year, so keep going for it. If you're in a relationship, maybe it's time to commit. Money and work. You need to free up some financial commitments, so maybe it's time to sell a property and move on from a business. Major changes with money around about September. Family and home. Family feels quite secure this year. There is going to be a few pregnancies, so be aware that you may need to put some money aside as there might be some presents that you have to buy towards the beginning of the new year due to all those new footsteps. Health. A friend around you might need a helping hand due to some health issues around the first three months of the year, but trust us, they will be okay, so there will be a positive outcome. Your guardian angel is Michael. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7 Well, well, well. Wow. Did you hear, uh, did you hear my missus' star sign says that... Uh, uh, if, she, if she wants to have babies, then uh, March, she's going to be most fertile and most likely to have a baby, conceive a child around March. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means, don't you? Go on. Well, from the 28th of February to the 1st of April, I'm going to have a massive headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have one hell of a headache which is going to miraculously kick in on the 28th of Feb and miraculously vanish on the 1st of April <laughs> Do you know I think I'll join you because I'm the same star sign as Yvonne Really? Yeah so well, I you think I'll be joining fa- that headache You want me to father a child with you as well? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know you what? I'll, in you. <laughs> I'll join in as well just in case No 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 you haven't got it in you yet And uh, <laughs> Okay stand by here comes uh, last Friday's Village Idiot and you know the old saying A what at night is a shepherd's delight well, most of them say red sky. Have a listen to what our listener said on The Village Idiot as to what she thought at night was a shepherd's delight. 
Rossi and Co are asking, just how brave are you? It's time to play a simple quiz that tests your true IQ. Maybe you're too frightened, a coward who can't take stick, a being dim from limb, the jester from Chester, the freak from speak who's thick. So stand up and be counted, from Litherland to Lydiate, and show the world you're not a wimp, and play the village idiot. Woo! The only quiz where the loser stays on and it's uh, final chance this week to win a family pass to the Echo Wheel of Liverpool. Uh, we meet our contestants. Welcome back for day number two. It is the lovely Anne Pugh from the village of Netherton. Good morning, Anne. Morning. How are we? Uh, terrified. Terrified? Did you get any stick <laughs> yesterday for being the village idiot? Lots of. Good. Love, especially from the kids. Ah, yeah, the kids love giving the parents <laughs> stick about being the village idiot. Playing in your uh, opposite corner from the beautiful village of Magol, tell us all about Danny. Well, Danny went to Marycourt High School. He got loads of GCSEs, A-levels, NVQs. He's now a sports coach, and his specialised subject, because he's really into his rugby and football, would be sport. Sport, rugby and football. Do Danny Ormisher, is that right? It is, yeah. I got that pronunciation. I wouldn't say football. Oh, you wouldn't say football? Oh, well, no. that's your sister to blame, she told me yesterday. Did she indeed? Yeah. Did she indeed? Oh, dear. Okay, well, listen, Danny, uh, it's, this is a Merseyside Derby Village Idiot special, but all the questions aren't about football, I can tell you that for free, okay? So, so Danny, um, do, uh, if you think you know the answer, before you shout out, just shout out McGull, and we will okay. come directly to you. And, Pugh, what do you shout out? Idiot. <laughs> okay, question number one to both of you. What is Blue Nun? Oh, idiot. Idiot. Wine. Yeah, it's a wine. It was a wine that people used to drink many, many moons ago. Blue Nun. I think Alan Partridge ordered a bottle of Blue Nun. <laughs> an, episode, an episode of Alan Partridge. <laughs> right, question number two. In the Bible... Who parted the Red Sea? McGull. Yeah. Moses. He oh, certainly did. He jumped out of his basket and parted the Red Sea. <laughs> Question number three. What colour do you get if you combine and mix red and blue? McGull. McGull. Purple. You do indeed. 2-1 to our Danny. Question number four. This is a who am I question. Who am I? I have worn red. I have worn blue. I have worn black and white. I've worn three lions on my chest. My Hello? first... Yeah. Michael Owen. Oh, blue? I'm not sure he's ever worn blue. Uh, uh, right, then. This is to you, Anne, okay? Okay. That's to you and you only. I have worn red. I have worn blue. I have worn black and white. I've worn three lions on my chest. My first name is that of Mr. Andre. Peter Reed. Oh. No, I'm afraid it isn't. The answer is Peter Beardsley. Oh. Yeah, because he didn't he play famously for both Merseyside oh, teams yeah. and of course uh, for Newcastle United and for England. So it's two one, which means Danny, if you get this right, you win the family pass and you avoid picking up the title of Village Idiot. You need this to stay in the game, otherwise you're back in Monday, Anne Pugh. Okay. Are you both ready? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what is said, okay? What is said to be a shepherd's delight? Oh, idiot. Yes. Um, shepherd's delight. Um. 
I'm going to say a pie, but it's not. <laughs> you going to say a what? I'm going to say a pie. A pie? No, it's, it's, it's a sky. Red sky at night, step into the There's a go. It's a red sky. Yes. Oh. So it's all... I thought we had Jay in the room for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's not fair. No, 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 Sorry, no, that was no, a bit much, no, wasn't it? No, I mean... It was. Thank you, thank you for bringing us the Jay factor back to breakfast. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, here it is. This is the final question. Whoever gets this right wins the family pass for the Echo Wheel of Liverpool. Whoever gets it wrong or doesn't get it picks up the title The Village Idiot. Are you both ready? Yep. Yep. All right, okay. Which band in 1996 had a massive UK hit with a song entitled Slight Return? Slight Return. And it's the Something Tones. The Something Tones. Oh, idiot on the tongue. <laughs> That's what Jay said when I was running these questions by him. I'll give you ten seconds on the clock, and uh, Danny... So, which band had a massive 1996 hit with Slight Return? Um, well, just think about I it. So, well, some, is it something tones? And we're doing a Merseyside Derby special. The Blue Tones? The Blue Tones is correct! Yeah. <laughs> 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 ah, slowly but surely, we got the eventually. Oh, Danny, 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 Danny Ormisher from uh, McGull. Well done. Uh, you've uh, won yourself a family pass to go on the Echo Wheel of Liverpool. So thanks very much Thank for coming on and being a good sport. Have a great weekend, Danny. And you, mate. See, See you, soon. dude. Bye, mate. Bye-bye-bye. And Pew from Netherland. You know what you are. Shall we speak on Monday morning? We shall. All right, then. Have a great weekend. <laughs> and you. Yeah. Bye. Enjoy the shepherd's pie. <laughs> Waking you up on weekdays. Get set for Operation Morale Improvement. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Grief, did you hear that? <laughs> Do you think that was like Jay's auntie or something? It was certainly a Jay moment on the village. She did have a bit of a Jay moment, didn't she? She did have a bit of a Jay moment. Shall we do some true stories? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Do you know what? Why haven't we had one single true story this, this year? Well, they're all true in their own way. They're not. In Ish. My, in, you, we, you know, they've got the name now, True Stories, but they're not actually true, lad. In my little world, they're all there true. What's one? Would you like? What about the stranded Irishman? Do you think that's not true? Certainly, it's not. It's just stranded Irishman. Of course, it's oh, true. Do you know, I think we should start with a classic true story. A classic true yeah. story. Which what about one that, that poor man with the stammer? Oh yes. Yeah, well, yeah we, we'll put that in. But I think we should start with the parrot on the ship. A classic oh, really? true story, yeah. which um, I've added a bit, bit to just to splice it up. A bit. Well, have, you, have you actually done yes. some production? Yes. Oh, good man, Jay. For once in my life. <laughs> well, here we go. Then uh, the, a parrot. A stutter <laughs> and an Irishman stranded on a deserted island. <sighs> Feast your ears on this lot. <laughs> this is Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Do you want a true story? I'd love a true story. Would you like a true story? I would love one too. Well, there was a magician who uh, his job was basically working full time on a cruise liner. You know these guys that constantly work on cruise liners. And uh, he, he was constantly having his tricks totally ruined by the ship's parrot. Each time he'd perform a trick, the parrot would be there in the background squawking, It's in his pocket, it's in his pocket. It's the ace of clubs, it's the ace of clubs. The magician absolutely hated it and hated the parrot. Could you imagine how annoying that would be? But the parrot was the captain of the ship's favourite, so oh. he couldn't do anything. One night, while they were all asleep, 
the big ship sank in the middle of the deep blue sea. The magician and the parrot ended up together clinging onto a piece of driftwood. They drifted for four days on this piece of wood. And for four days, the parrot just looked at him and said nothing. Just stared at him in bewilderment and said nothing. And then on the fifth day, the parrot looked straight in the eyes of the magician and says, Come on then, you clever so-and-so. I give up. Where's the ship? It's <laughs> <laughs> a true story. <laughs> Would you like a true story? Oh, I'd yeah. love to. I'd like a true story. Uh, well, this guy, and he, uh, this is true, straight from the uh, Simon Ross true story file. Uh, guy goes to the doctors, and uh, he, it's, it's a bit like the the, uh, the King's speech, uh, which is all about King George. Uh, yeah. Well, this guy, he, he's got a similar problem. He suffers from a, a bad stammer. Wow. And uh, the doctor gives him the once-over, and he says, I've uh, come to the conclusion I know exactly, exactly, pinpoint what is causing your severe bad stammer. He says, what is it? He says, because you're so uh, big in that department, oh. south of the border. He says, because you're so big, it's actually drawing the weight on your vocal cords right down your central system. He says, because it's so big, he says, you're pulling your vocal cords down, and that's causing you to stammer. Oh, I never knew that could happen. Yeah, no, 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 it's true. Uh, so the doctor says, but don't worry, I can rectify it, and I can transplant you a smaller one. Down there, you know, you know all about that. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why he doesn't stammer anymore. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so the guy goes, well, yeah, anything to get rid of the stammer, that'll be, that'll be great. So, uh, so they do the operation, they do the operation, and it is a success. But the guy comes back to the doctors a couple of months later because his wife is now not happy with her love life as she was obviously before, because now it's a lot smaller. So he goes back to the doctor and he says, Doctor, thank you very much for the operation, but. I want my old willy back. To which the doctor replied, uh-uh, I did the deal to the deal. Right then, uh, well, here's a true story about a, a guy who's stranded. He, he, he's, he's Finn Barrow Tool from Kerry. And he gets stranded and he's on a deserted island and he's been there for over 10 years. And one day he looks out to sea and he saw a little speck on the horizon and he thought to himself, well, sure, that can't be a ship. Uh, as the speck got closer and closer, he began to rule out even the possibilities of being a small boat or a raft. Suddenly, he looks up again and there, striding from the surf, a figure in a black wetsuit. Putting aside the scuba tank and mask and zipping down the top of a wetsuit, there stood the most drop-dead gorgeous blonde this Finbar O'Toole had ever seen in his life. She walked up to the stunned Irishman and says, Tell me, how long is it since you've had a good cigar? Ten years, replied the amazed Irishman. With that, she reached over and unzipped a waterproof pocket on the left sleeve of her wetsuit and pulled out a pack of fresh cigars and a lighter. He took the cigar and he slowly lit it and he took a long drag. Faith and begar, he said. Faith and begar. I'd forgotten how good a good cigar could be. She looked at him again. She said, how long is it since you've had a good drop of Bushmills Irish whiskey? said the blonde, trembling. The castaway Irishman said, well over ten years, love, well over ten years. Hearing that, the blonde reached over to her right sleeve, unzipped a pocket, and they removed a flask of vintage 12-year-old malt Bushmills Irish whiskey. Well, he opened the flask and he took a good long drink. Tis nectar from the gods, he shouted. Tis nectar from the gods. This is truly fantastic. Can you imagine being ten years and, you know, your first drink... At this point, the gorgeous blonde started to slowly unzip the long front zip of a wetsuit right down to her middle. 
she looked at the trembling Irishman and she asked, How long has it been since you've played around? With tears in his eyes, the Irishman fell to his knees and said, But Jesus, Mary and St. Joseph, don't tell me. You've got a set of golf clubs in there too. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7 Ah, true story, 6.35 on The Breakfast Show. Radio City Breakfast with me, Rossi and the Co. 6 to 10, Monday to Friday on Radio City 96.7. We're almost out of here. Uh, But before we go, um, he's taken his editing blade and chopped up some of the very best bits and bobs of wedding scammers, including the smelly bride. Oh, yeah. What about the wrong number? When I di- what about the dialing the wrong number? Oh, God, that woman <laughs> went mad. If you haven't a clue what we're talking about and you missed him, uh, check this. Go on, get away with you. are not going to wear stuff like that. Well, you, you haven't had to put up with a honk. Oh, are you saying my daughter stinks? Well, I wasn't going to put it into those kind of words, Dan. Look, look, listen, it's not that. It's Ben and it's Mr Cosgrove anyway to you now. I don't want to listen to this Look, mate, you're, yes. ta- you're just starting to annoy me now. You're just really starting to annoy me. Are you trying to sell me some little hotel room or something like that? Because I'm really not interested. I'm absolutely fed up of people ringing this number trying to sell me a will or windows or a stupid bloody kitchen. What the hell is the purpose of this call? And stop messing about. Oh, are you saying my daughter stinks? If you don't, if you don't show up, come and What's your you? number? I'm going to get my fella to ring you back because you're just starting to whine. I up. don't give my number out to strange women and I'm not trying to what sell you... you strange? I, I'm Isn't not... I'm going to get 1471 and I'm going to pass your number onto the police because I think you're a bit of a weirdo. I've never heard anything like it in my life. I'm, don't be stupid. I'm not, She's fine. I'm not being... I'm not, I know you're going to say this, but between you, me and the gate post, have you never noticed that your daughter has got a little bit of an odour problem? No, I haven't, no. There is a sudden connection. Yes. What, what, you know what I mean? What are you trying to say? My fella's having an affair. Oh, shut up. Do you know you? Honest to God. I'm going I'm to phone the hotel this afternoon and I'm going to find out who your boss is. And I'm going to put a complaint in. It is Radio City 96.7. Thank you very much for taking time out and downloading this week's podcast. We are back every single week online, radiocity.co.uk. And check out and become a member, please, of our Facebook page. We have. We've got a brand new Facebook page. We want everyone on the same, because there's about a million Rossi Facebook pages out there. We want everyone on the same one. Right. It is Rossi and Co. at breakfast, Radio City. So go on onto Facebook now. Just do a search for Rossi and Co., and just click like on that and you will become a member and you'll get all the news on the show, all the updates, all the backstage gossip from Ooh. what goes on in the show. All the backstabbing that goes on yeah. in the studio. Yeah, <laughs> see all the photos first and tons on there. So go, go and join on Facebook. So uh, that's Rossi and Co. at Breakfast on Facebook. Have a great week, whatever you're doing. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Ciao, baby. Rossi and Co. at the click of a mouse. The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes.